Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode three of the Gamers Advocate. My name is Adam, and I'm still Bill. Help! I'm still in the back. Poor guy. <laughs> we tried to let him loose, but He's he just so went back to his wiggly. bad, bad ways. He's kind of annoying. That's a plus. He just like wiggles out of all the chains. Yeah, my name's Jack. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Jack. So we got a good show for you today. We're going to be talking about all kinds of things from. Bungie's new game to The Walking Dead to more Nintendo bashing by my two lovely co-hosts. I'll stop being weird eventually, I swear. But before we get started, um, we want to just mention that our new website, www.thegamersadvocate.com, has gone live. Websites can't be alive, you liar. I'm not a liar. It's a living, breathing being. Look at Adams in the Matrix. <laughs> hey, it's better on this side. No, so anyway, on our website, you can find out all of our social media pages. You can read some news, reviews, get some opinion pieces by the editors. And we also have a really cool section that we want the community to be a part of to to give us their art and their videos and music and anything game-related so we can feature you and have everybody see how Be- awesome you are. Better be good music, though. Yeah, yeah really. you better do the work for me so I don't have to. I'm lazy. I know. I've been trying to get them to put some some content on our website, but they're just slacking off and doing everything else besides doing Because we're playing games for research. Yeah, I was busy playing <laughs> video games. <laughs> we were playing every game that wasn't made by Nintendo. Oh, man, Uh-oh. you guys are just it's so mean. Only because we don't have one, that's all. We're only ragging on it because we don't have yeah, one. fair enough. But before we go into all that, I, I, also want to mention, I, I also want to mention that we are on iTunes. Our first two episodes are up there, and you can search for us on iTunes, just type in the Gamers Advocate and you'll find us. Or go to our website, our Facebook page, pretty much anywhere to get our lovely, lovely show. And also, before we start, we want to make a special shout-out to our dear friend and co-worker, Leslie Strosky, who just had a surgery to get a pacemaker put in. And we just want to wish her just the best and a speedy recovery, and we can't wait to have you back. Congrats on becoming bionic. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad everything went well and uh, hope to see you soon. Don't Leslie. put a fork in the toaster. <laughs> and also on that note is uh, IGN's PlayStation editor, Greg Miller, just posted a blog post that his cancer has went into remission. And we also want to just say bravo, sir. I mean, I know it's got to be yeah. tough and power to you. And we're all behind you. And, you know, it's just keep keep on keeping on. You got this. Huge fan of his. He's so hilarious. Love oh, yeah. the guy. Yeah. So, congrats, Greg, and just keep that fight going. Um, so, I guess we'll let's get started into it. Jack, have you been playing anything or doing anything fun since our last show? Yes. Uh, like I mentioned before, I play video games. I don't know if you guys <laughs> were aware of that, but uh, I enjoy them from, liar. from time to time. Um, I've, I've I've known to been playing a few. Uh, <laughs> so like what have you been playing this week? Uh, well, not well, some Pong, but uh, XCOM. Uh, usually, uh, I'm I'm addicted to that game. It's like, it's, it's like awesome. crack. Um, you know, like the good stuff. Not cheap crack. Yeah, like the stuff you smoke with a with a glass pipe, and I I thoroughly enjoy yeah, that. Really good friend. But I'm still talking about XCOM. Uh, I don't do drugs. Say no to drugs. Um, anyways, uh, I played that for. 11 hours on Sunday, I kind of buckled in, and that I know it's ridiculous, but... <laughs> you beat the game? I did beat the game, and that that was part of it, I just kept, uh, I just kept going. How long um, did you play before that, like, how long was the game? Um, usually when you get locked into it, it's I a mean, long game. it's tough, it's tough to pull yourself away. I know I played with Bill, and I, I don't know when we stopped, it was like, something like 1.30 in the morning, and we're like, <laughs> we fell we asleep gotta, a couple times. Yeah, we gotta, <laughs> were like, uh, we, we gotta go, uh, and sleep eventually. This time it was, uh... You know, I'll admit, you know, three in the morning, and I was like, well, I stopped. That's because the credits were rolling. Um, basically, uh, I'm in there, and you're like, yeah, well, I'll just do one more mission and, and get the guy set up, and then uh, you just just keep moving on. You're like, well, I wonder what, what's up there, and I wonder, you know, I'm sure there's just, we're done with this. Oh, and once I get this mission, I'll get, you know, more more credits or more alloy, and then research that one more tech, and... You know, and then it just kind of snowballs from there. Oh, it's um, actually really making me want to go play right now. <laughs> Seriously, because I'm, I'm almost at the very end, too. Uh, I I'm almost kind there. of behind on it. It's kind of a shame. Do you think... You're at the opening credits, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> a little bit after. I'm almost about to press the start button. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, uh, do, you, do you think this is a game you'll go into or maybe put on the back burner for a while, go to other stuff and come back to it? Or are you kind of done with your... DLC's coming out this week for it. That's probably took a toll on your soul. I, I, you know, I'm afraid to kind of even turn it on sometimes because uh, I did save it. Uh, I can say right before the final mission, you know, there's no going back. There's no playthrough plus. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. Uh, but just so you guys are aware, I'd I keep a save before 
you, you start that final mission so that you can get the, the further achievements that are on there for, you know, downing so many alien craft and and uh, monsters and, and killing so many with, with different types of weapons. Right. There is uh, DLC coming out for it this week with, uh, I think, three new missions, a whole new person to help you, a whole new bad guy kind of thing, and... More they, sorrow. They say that you have to start a new campaign to do it because it's, some of the stuff happens early on. It's, yeah. it's spread out through the ca- regular campaign, which makes me want to hurry up and finish it. And just I will absolutely start right from the beginning again. Well, I, I played on normal and I, I started on normal. It, it was pretty tough there, uh, and I did a lot of saving and going back and redoing it. And I mean, some achievements are you know you got to play with every the same character through every single mission, start to finish, and then other even more. Uh, difficulties on there, like classic or impossible. They say for those who love punishment, and and I believe it because it's it's a it's a tough go. I know uh, Bill restarted once because if you don't you know manage those credits and kill those aliens, well they you know they take <laughs> over. I don't know if you knew that. Well, if it wasn't for Jack, I really didn't know what I was doing on a lot of stuff and was missing big important things. And he's just like, "Hey, dummy, why don't you do that?" And I was like, "Oh, I'll start over and do it." Oh man, that's a crazy game. Sorry. Were you playing any XCOM this weekend, or were you doing some other stuff? Um, I did play some XCOM, too. I spent some time throwing pennies at hookers and asking for change back, which is always good for a laugh. Um, Do they make change from pennies now? Uh, no, but they look at you really confused, because not all of them are very good at math. Ah, okay. No, I honestly, um, I, I had like one big last like crazy college football run and, and back and forth between watching college football and watching like all the conference championships. Way to, way to, way to show up, Nebraska. Yeah. Dipshits, and uh, I'm sure you're getting sad that the season's going to be over soon. So you're trying to get as much football in as you can. Right uh, now. Well, I'm kind of mixed. I'm kind of excited at the prospect of actually playing like so many other games, and and I'm such a college football fan, and, and being in bands for years, I always miss because we always played Saturday nights. I miss so many Saturday games that I made a point to try to watch as much as I could this year. And now that it's over, I my it's so much more free time for movies, games, uh, you know. I mean, didn't you say you haven't really even played Dishonored that much or any of these other games, Assassin's Creed? I I played the first mission of Dishonored. I got Assassin's Creed. I played right to where you get to America, which, you know, that's not the end of the game by any stretch. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty much the beginning. Um, And they're just sitting there. I'm, I'm like, on Chapter 2 of Resident Evil 6. I mean, it's still hard to get past the cover sometimes because... I mean, seriously, you wouldn't you have to get a ladder? <laughs> if, if nobody's listened to last week, they're not going to know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Just listen to last week. If you, if you didn't get that reference, uh, there's a giraffe and a lady in it, and they're doing not, not so good things. I don't know. You'll never look at the cover of the same. Um, but, shoot, I'm trying to think. There's other stuff still sitting there that I haven't hardly touched, too. I mean, uh, I haven't touched hockey because, if hey, if the players aren't going to do it, why should <laughs> I? So, so yeah, hey, uh but what about what about basketball? Do you guys into basketball? I know I watch Duke OSU. Uh I don't know if you get addicted I, to that. I love college I basketball. Yeah. But the last good college basketball game was uh college hoops two K eight. They just know. don't make them anymore. It's just you know, because they only sell. They only sell during uh tournament time. And they don't sell enough to justify making them and putting them out year in and year out like the other games. I gotcha. But yeah. did you hear that they release a full featured online just amazing one for the Vita? <laughs> what dimension did that happen in, Adam? There's some other things happening on PlayStation Plus, and uh, Adam Adam's trying to sell us on. He's he's a, he's a salesman, but uh, I would actually buy an app for the Vita that just sounded like crickets, because that's, that's pretty much it, that's what it does. Oh, well, well, you know what? I'm gonna jump in there and try and save the Vita because somebody's I, got to. I don't really, because I did. I was travel this week. I went to the most magical place in the world. My basement. <laughs> oh, okay, fine. Second most magical place. Disney. My bathroom. <laughs> we could keep going. Uh, Disney World. We did. We got. I got to experience Mickey's Merry Christmas Party and all the lights and fireworks, and it was it was pretty amazing. But that's we, also all in my basement. <laughs> that's pretty impressive. Uh, but since I was away for the weekend and working all week, I actually did do a lot of um, gaming on my Vita. I played PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale. Did a lot of story missions, some multiplayer stuff, and like I said before, it just feels just like a PS3 game. I mean, it's it's full featured. It runs beautifully and it's it's a very very fun game and I'm very much enjoying it. And I also played a little um, Cinemora, which is like the side scroller shoot 'em up. 
<laughs> Thank you. And they're, they're both just good games, and I know Bill gives it a hard time, but I don't care. There really are good things out there for it. I mean, if you think if you think Bill's a hater, though, uh, I haven't even bought it because I'm still waiting. <laughs> I have the right to be a hater because I did buy it. Yeah, I bought it the true. week it came you out. In fact, I bought it the day it came out. Um, and I was excited. I was skipping like an idiot. People tried to tase me. It was really disturbing. <laughs> and uh, now I just look at it and I just say, I hate you. <laughs> so jumping away from the Vita before, before everyone just starts crying and yelling and screaming. Um, and some other gaming that is kind of non-gaming that I did this week was I visited the Boca Raton Art Museum. Now that's cool. Yeah, is, and there was actually the exhibit, The Art of Video Games. It is the first, Boca Raton is the first museum to have it after the Smithsonian, and it's just, each console has its own little podium, and you can watch four different games that kind of define that console, like one from an action genre, targeting, tactics, strategy, all these things, and just kind of go through the progression of video games and relive those memories for a few minutes and get some insight into how they were made. Like they they mentioned how Mario got his mustache was because they wanted to define that place between his nose and his mouth and also why he has a hair, his hair, or a hat, excuse me, is because hair was hard to reproduce in that age, so they put a hat on so it would be much cleaner and much easier. Oh, well, so, only have that many bits, I'm sure. Yeah, so it's, it's a little difficult. So there's little cool tidbits there, and I got to see I mean, Mass Effect, Legend of Zelda, Mario, Final Fantasy. I mean, there was all kinds of games. It was just, oh, I could have stayed there all day, but unfortunately we had to do other things. Did they have uh, the Dreamcast there? They did. Did they have Seaman as one of the games for it? <laughs> they did not. No. Oh. <laughs> unfortunately not. What was the best game on Dreamcast? Was it like Echo the Dolphin or something? ESPN, I NFL, I loved, 2K5. I loved yes. Thank that you. was that is awesome. awesome. That game, ESPN oh, NFL 2K5, had okay. features in it that Madden or College Football still don't oh, have yeah. today. I love those games. That game was played great. I played Echo the Dolphin. I don't know. Hey, that, that was good. But uh, Sonic Adventure's good. I mean, Maybe Crazy Taxi was Didn't fun. Did they remake it for the Dreamcast? I don't know. I don't Maybe. care. Maybe it's the crack again. Anyway. I like XCOM. I don't know if I told you that. <laughs> Moving back on the stuff that is relevant today, let's talk <laughs> a little bit about uh, the... Black Friday. Obviously, it was a huge day, the biggest day in shopping, and video games did decent. Um, Xbox 360 once again came in first place, but they're down a little bit. Last year, they sold 960,000, but this year, they were only at 750. It's because everybody's got one now. Yeah, that's true, and things are winding down, so I'm sure some people are waiting for that next generation. Um, PlayStation 3 came in second, and then you get the four Nintendo pieces. Uh, Wii U sold 400,000, and surprisingly, Wii was only 100 thousand back so they sold three hundred thousand yeah i I think that's a lot of it and and well i'm sorry i jumped in a little too quick on that because you after you do the ds numbers i'll tell you exactly why i think that is (laughs) all right well the the ds sold two hundred seventy five thousand and its big brother the 3ds was at 250 so it kind of outsold it i think a lot of people go into that especially people that are buying it for kids and think man this one's cheaper it looks pretty close to the same thing because if you're looking at the box, the Wii, Wii U, DS, 3DS, a lot of people were like, what's the damn difference? Mm-hmm. The people that don't know, like the of true course, gamers and the people that, that specifically are like, Mom, don't F this up, they're the ones getting the newer units. But I bet you a lot of people are getting that for kids. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, I mean, if you give it to kids, it's like, you know, giving a gift card or something. There's no way you can really mess it up. Especially right. on, like, the family-friendly type of, here you go, uh, don't have fun with it. No, I mean, uh, have fun. Mario's fun. <laughs> Yeah. Did anybody buy a Vita? A few. <laughs> seven. They sold seven. <laughs> they sold 160,000. I'm trying to keep it going. I love my Vita. Uh, they sold 160,000, so it's still, I mean, it's still low, but at least they're selling them. But also, a good point to bring up about PlayStation is that the PlayStation Plus sales with all these new free games you get and all these discounts, and now that it is available for the Vita, the Black Friday sales increased 259%. So those are free games they get? <laughs> After you pay. Hey, After some, you some, pay the subscription some, fee. Actually, some of the bundles get you PS PlayStation Plus for free, or for at least three months, or for a year. So technically I'll give that, you that could be. All right, I'll they're give starting, you that. I mean, they're starting to get, get the picture. And but but <laughs> a quick, quick side note, uh, we made up all these numbers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> None of us can count past four. <laughs> I just got to five. Come actually, on. I can count to 20. Well, if my pants are off, I can count to 21. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Keep those on, please. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> uh, so that's the so I mean, video game sales and retail in general had kind of a slower year. I mean, obviously we're still 
reeling from economy crisis and things like that, recessions. But it's good to see people are still buying games and supporting it and are looking to see these new features and new things, especially before the next generation comes out when, I mean, who knows how those are going to sell. I I did want to jump into the uh, note here about the Xbox Live Gold subscriptions, uh, the card sales increasing by uh, 50%. I think it's I think it's hilarious that you can buy an Xbox Live membership, a card from like Amazon, and it's cheaper than going directly through Xbox to re-up your subscription. And I I can't stand it every year. I always put it on my credit card. I always give it another one because I don't go to Amazon and just get it beforehand and punch in the code. Uh, also, another thing, when you buy new games where it says, oh, you know, you get the one month free, well, that's just for new subscriptions. I wish you could apply that right. to your existing yeah. subscription and that Xbox Amen. yeah, and that Xbox wouldn't uh, send you a million emails saying, oh, you got to update your credit card or this, that, and the other. Like, I know. I know i got to pay for it, but I wait because I'm like, ah, I'll go to Amazon and get it, get it cheaper. Well, I didn't, and last night uh, when I wanted to play XCOM, it's like I know I could play offline or whatever, but to log in, they'll lock your account. They won't let you log in your account. Like you know how it used to be silver and gold. They yeah. won't. You have to play offline and and not be able to. You know, there's a big message that pops up. I'm just like, just give me a break. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm just. I mean, I know they had their 10th anniversary or whatnot, but that kind of just makes me think about how much money I put the Xbox Live. Not to say that it isn't solid. And the best online oh, yeah. experience Clearly. for sure, but Nintendo's the best online. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, if you have everyone, a job and you have to there, leave the house, <laughs> everyone out there buy that, buy the Nintendo, and try to look at some YouTube videos, especially the Wii, and see how long it takes you to buffer a 15-second yeah, really. video. Yeah. In fact, start right now. Yeah. We're gonna go record some videos, yeah, and right. I'll bet you if you got if you got a four-hour pot roast that you gotta make, you know, and you want to watch a 15-second video on YouTube. Go ahead and fire up that Wii, see what you happens. You will be eating that pot roast and leftovers before you watch that video. <laughs> oh, poor Nintendo. Uh, but once we again, jump, jumping away from all the bashing and hating and crying. <laughs> let's go. Let, let, we, could stay, we could stay in the same vein in Xbox and talk about Bungie's new game, um, Destiny. They, some, story, some details leaked about this game, and they basically say it's a game that takes place 700 years from now in the last city on Earth. And the ruins of man's golden age are all around them. And there's just one city left in this massive spaceship that kind of looks like a moon is just hovering above the city. And it's supposedly our protector. And these young knights, they're called, are their last hope for humanity, defending against all the monsters and the evil that goes bump in the night. (laughs) That sounds awesome, but I'm just going to wait for the sequel. It's going to be called Destiny's Child. (laughs) No, it's I gonna can, be a musical. I can, I can see my destiny. My destiny is not to buy this game. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Hey, Halo, Halo was good. You know they they got a pretty no, good they're, pedigree. They're a good developer, and that's the problem with something leaking so early because oh, yeah. they I'm sure they would love to to reveal this game and really pack a punch with it, and instead it's I, I don't know. It sounds like a cross between District Nine. And something stupid. Yeah. Also, the, the one, the one, the one, the one trouble. And they made a baby. The one, the one trouble with this, not necessarily trouble. It could work out very well to its benefit, but it could also backfire. Is they're trying to make it a little more fun and accessible to more, maybe less mature than Halo. And even one of their uh, the co-founders of Bungie, Jason Jones, said he wants it to kind of appeal to his inner seven-year-old. Oh God! <laughs> so this this could go one of two ways. Not, not to throw this back, but didn't George Lucas trying to appeal the kids with Jar Jar? Yeah, that's that. how we got Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar is like yeah. Jar Jar's like the pinnacle of mistakes in my mind. And if we do it with like the Knights of the Round Table, hit him, Jack. Hit him just for just him with doing moon, that impression <laughs> with Moon Base. I don't know spaceships. I don't. I don't even know anything about it. Adam just told me yeah, about I mean, it's, it. It's, it's, I'm already like, nah. Pass. It's very early. There hasn't been any footage. I mean, it's it's still early to tell. Here We're just getting the, the first details. But it's, here come the rainbow unicorn aliens coming to save us. Let's all hold hands and skip. Thanks, Bungie. Oh, Bungie. We're just asking for hate mail, by the way. So why don't you guys like start being interactive and just send us a bunch? Have we? Yeah. Which system haven't we crapped on? Oh, PC. Oh, yeah. My computer crashes all the time. We didn't even you. mention PC gamers. Where are you guys at? I don't even know. We're on the computer. Come on. Start computing <laughs> stuff. Punch some keys. Uh, this, this story just also brings up kind of an interesting topic about 
being secretive in the gaming industry these days. I mean, it's damn near impossible. You know, it's hard to do in any system. Uh, we were talking about this earlier. Even almost any band that tries to get an album out has to deal with the fact that it's 99.9% going to get leaked. Oh, yeah. Uh, iPhones online. as well in China. Yeah. I mean, these workers, they take a picture, they snap it to the internet, and there it is. There's the prototypes. Well, there's mean, all these things. Call of Duty's getting truckloads, getting heisted, basically, <laughs> yeah, they, and sold not early. Not even heisted. Yeah. Sometimes the mom and pop shops will get early and say, eh, there you go. But, I mean, but even, even, like, bands that aren't, like, you know, huge mainstream bands are having trouble keeping their stuff before, and, yeah. and people buy it early. Now... A lot of the hardcore fans are going to buy it anyway, but a lot of those casual people, they, I mean, you're losing out. And I, I, I'm not saying you do it your art for the money, but man, you got to make enough to yeah, I mean, keep doing like, it. It's a business. You got to if yeah, if you don't have money, you're, raises you're prices. Done. Of course. And also, I mean, it's with Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and all these things. I mean, it's gets information gets out one second. Yeah. I mean. When Snooki drops like a piece of mustard on her boobies or something, you're gonna find out about it in like one second. She didn't drop it; it, it jumped. <laughs> it was trying to get away from her. I mean, with all these, with the way internet is and technology is, and that we are so connected with everyone around the world, these leaks. I mean, these stories are just they get spoiled, and it, I mean, what Halo Four? The story details leaked a few months before, didn't they? Well, I mean, they, well, I think some of it. I mean, just to be the devil's advocate here, ooh, uh, some of it is. Uh, he said it. He said <laughs> he said it. it. Uh, a plug, plug for everything. No, um, it, it, some of it's designed. I mean, some of the leaks, but you what? know, I know what you mean. Is you know, someone in, they obviously don't want some guy in China snapping a photo and like the very first day of production. Oh, there you go, here it is, and all that good stuff. But uh, yeah, it's just the, the way these companies work is they like. I mean, I'm sure they work with all these different companies and with all these planners and making sure they have everything planned to T. We're going to release this screenshot on this day. We're going to release this tweet. We're going to release this web page right. that has a ticker of a time for a week. I mean, everything is so organized because they want to build that hype for a game. They want to build up everything and get that excitement and get people talking and get people discussing and building all that yeah, anticipation because that's, that's what helps sell it. That's the problem with the Vita, a little bit of the Wii U is, I mean, yeah, it was out there, but for the everyday person who doesn't really follow this, a lot of times they're like, what the hell is that? I mean, that's the trouble you get into, which kind of goes into our next topic, is that if you announce games or start pushing your marketing too late, it's just going to kind of drift away because people don't know about it. Like, that's what marketing is. It's getting your information and getting your game and your product out to the masses. And if you're not there, you're going to get those hardcore people who are on those websites and those forums all the day long. But the everyday person who goes out is going to, like with the Wii, they're going to say, is this just another tablet for my Wii? Is this, what? what is this? Is the Vita, what, is that a PSP? I mean, I don't know. you got to time it right, too. Yeah, oh, of course. In fact, I think it was during Walking Dead last night, they did a promo for some TV show that's coming out next summer. And you know what it's called? What? I don't know because I already forgot, <laughs> and and I, I don't care because it's next summer, so it just popped right the hell out of my mind again. Oh, it's all about timing. It's speaking of Walking Dead, and this topic is uh, a new iOS game based on the Walking Dead comics called Walking Dead Assault was released last Thursday, and it was announced Wednesday. That's cool. And it's not <laughs> some it's not some crappy like I don't know storybook or some like thing you can read up on the characters. It's a pretty full-fledged game where you're controlling the characters and the comics and reliving some of the scenes and tapping them to shoot zombies and save people. And it's 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 pretty it seems pretty work pretty well to me. I don't understand that, but uh I don't know. I mean when The Walking Dead uh first came out, just the episodes, uh, I don't think it was hyped that much, was it? I mean I found out from you, Bill. I don't know if you... I was pretty excited about it, but yeah. it it wasn't, like, hyped. Like, I mean, you didn't see the TV commercials. You didn't yeah. see, like, like what you get with Assassin's what? Creed or... Which are still, man, those commercials, like, all the time still. And, and the Halo, you didn't get yeah. the huge marketing campaign. It was kind of more of, like, a, a word-of-mouth thing. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, you see it, like, on Game Informer. Uh, did a little thing on it. You'd see stuff on IGN about it. Yeah, and, it felt and, more grassroots or something. Yeah, like and that. it just kind of, but people wanted it and wanted it to be good. And then all of a sudden, the first episode comes out, and I kind of have expected it to be pretty crappy, to be honest. Yeah. And when it came out, and I, I was totally in love with it, and then from there, they didn't need to do the big commercials because it yeah. just took off on its own. I mean, and um, I did want to mention, as far as The Walking Dead, I mean, there are some glitches when it was the voices. I know we went over that, and also camera issues. Minor. And and stuff like that. So I mean, just just get look past the, that a little bit. You know, I understand, but 
Anyways, not to not to go into a love fest about Walking Dead again. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but one more quick thing about the Walking Dead is some really good news <laughs> for the upcoming Walking Dead Survival Instinct. Yeah. It's a game that's kind of more slower paced and it follows Daryl and Merle from the TV show and it was just announced that they Norman Reedus and Michael Rooker who played Daryl and Merle respectively will be reprising their roles, which is just going to give that game a lot more star power and cuz like I I mean I lost via Damas the Adomus, whatever it was called. I, I mean, I enjoyed it because I love Lost, but it wasn't a very good game. And really they didn't get the actors. And, like, when you have a picture and an idea of what a person is and it's something that's it's not, like yeah, because you have yeah. you have an expectation. And when it's yeah. not met, you're kind of like, wait, feels, feels weird, who is that? Even if you go backwards from a show, like, I started watching The Walking Dead on TV, and then I went to the comics to check it out, and the characters are different. It's a little weird. I mean, I got used to it because it's not all that much, but it's just it's jarring because you see these characters week after week, or if you watch a show um, religiously after it's released and you can watch it three or four episodes a day, you just know what to expect from these characters. So it's just it's it's kind of... I can't take it. I can't believe you guys didn't watch it last night. I I was, <laughs> well, we can't talk about it anyways too much or else we ruin it for people, you know, all our millions of doing oh, fans out God, there. It was so... There's something it's I good. almost it's wanted good. to Just say. Just watch it. It is, in it regard- is mature and graphic, so don't let your kids watch it. <laughs> I wanted to say in regards to the comics, and I can't say it because it'll screw up the episode. Oh, oh, enough about Walking Dead or Bills might have a heart attack or something. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just from the cold open, you'll be like, if you, especially if you've read it, the comics, and you're up to the prison. Yeah. Yeah. When you realize who's in the cold open, you're going to be like, what? Yeah. Well, I'm excited, but I'm. Going to another one of Bill's great, great, dear loves is Nintendo. I don't care. (laughs) We know we've heard him say he doesn't care, but this story is kind of a sombering one. Um, The great, almighty Nintendo power, their last cover has been revealed. Let me guess. Mario! (laughs) It is. It is actually a throwback to the very first issue of Nintendo Power, which I thought is—it's it's a very nice tribute to. Aww. I mean, I know Bill gives it crap and <laughs> hates on Nintendo and says he doesn't care, but Poor dirt on it. I mean, I—I I, I did, <laughs> I did grow up. I did grow up with Nintendo Power and used to go to Blockbuster with my mom and grandma and say, "Oh, can I get that magazine? Oh my God, please!" And it's—it's a—it's a sad, a sad thing to see something that was so iconic and so established to go away because of technology, basically. And a veneer. Yeah, mean, it really is. It, it, it's it's finally it's on its way out. I mean, we all know print in general is under attack all the time by by technology and, and trees and the mail. pissed off trees. <laughs> and plus, and plus, they want they don't want you to get their magazine in magazine form with paper. Anyways, I mean, Game Informer all the time. Oh, you want the digital copy? Oh, you want the digital copy? Uh, no. I want to see the pictures and hold it in my hand. Yeah, it's hard to read it. a digital copy when you're pooping. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. I mean, what what if you run out of you know teepee? You know, you got to think. I of don't even things. have an iPad. Uh, and I know I know a friend of mine uh, got the digital copy. He's like, I don't like this. I want to go back to paper, and the, you know, it's it's tough to undo it. So. Yeah, it's, it's nice going to the mail and opening up. It's oh, there's my issue of Game Informer of yeah. Nintendo Power, and it's it's kind of like going and and getting something great and. Plus, when you lose power or, you know, you don't need a battery to do it. And it's right. just something different. Because, I mean, usually nowadays everyone's staring at a computer all day and it melts your brain. And then you want to go home and be like, oh, I want to get on the computer right. and then look at something on the computer some more. And on a plane, when that, like, 10 or 15 minutes before you can turn on your electronics, you yeah. have nothing to do except read yeah. crappy magazines. Except Sky Malt's pretty cool. I do like that. I, uh, and all seriousness, man, you know, I know I kind of goof on Nintendo, but seriously, as far as it... it Something that was kind of an icon going out of business. I mean, really, uh, I don't care. It's <laughs> <laughs> just soft selling it for you. No, no, it is. It is sad to see, and uh, I salute you, Nintendo yeah, and Power. I, I, I do wish the best to all the people who worked at Nintendo Power and gave, really? sacrificed all their time and just worked to give a great product. And just unfortunately, that's just the way the world works. Is that when technology takes goes forward and things happen, some things get left behind. And like Blockbuster, like who would have ever thought Blockbuster would be gone? I mean, that, they were everywhere. Well, and that's what had, even the dinosaurs. I exactly. Mean, I mean, the other they ones were went digital. And raining. And they, you know, because you can play Dra- Jurassic Park is all digital. So that's how they. That's probably how it happened. You don't know. You weren't there. That's true. I well, think. I think. Uh, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anything. Uh, what? What? What happened? What happened? We have to help them out. <laughs> I think, I, just, I think I blew a fuse. Uh, 
dinosaurs. <laughs> I like them. Okay, totally off topic. Well, maybe we've talked too much about Nintendo and Bill's brain has just stopped working. So I don't jump. care. <laughs> let's jump into another thing, which Bill, I don't know if he'll care because he doesn't care about much these days, but uh, co-op Assassin's Creed could possibly be releasing next, releasing next year. I don't care. <laughs> um uh, yeah, I might be halfway through the Assassin's Creed Three. <laughs> <laughs> They're big games. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I'm hard time getting through them. Um, I don't know. They're good. They're good. They're just. I think it seems like they release them around the time everything else is out. I, I don't. I don't know if they need to plan better, or maybe it's just me and my preferences. But I mean, it's a triple A game. They. I mean, they. Yeah. they people love Assassin's Creed, even though it's, it sometimes gets some crap, but. I mean, the one thing I'm worried about is about a co-op Assassin's Creed. And this was, I think, just a survey and people mentioning and kind of getting an interest. But I'm afraid that Assassin's Creed will go the route Resident Evil went and try to be too much, which we discussed last week, and I don't want to go too much into. But it's just the case of when you're trying to put these features in that worked in other games or try to make things that they think people want and have another little bullet point on your box. It just could ruin the experience and just makes a game. Because like we said before, Resident Evil 6, I mean, maybe good and people enjoyed it and all that stuff, but it's just not really Resident Evil. It didn't, it didn't live up to the brand at all. No, not at all. It's, I mean, you could have named it something awesome. else. The cover, the <laughs> the cover, cover was funny. If you want a good joke for 60 bucks, just look at the cover and, and there you go. <laughs> yeah. so it's, I, I'm excited because I, I do love Assassin's Creed and I love reliving the history and experiencing all the characters. And I mean, obviously those games are gorgeous and... I, I mean, I enjoy the mechanics. I enjoy climbing and doing all the side missions and getting lost in those worlds, and it's it's fun. And I mean, we'll see. I mean, I they have maps. They, they do. Maps. They do. A lot of those maps. worlds have maps. <laughs> they, I think they they put like guns in it and there's <laughs> zombies. Maybe I don't think. Yeah. But as far as like yet. survival and drama and whatever, I I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. Well, I mean, Assassin's Creed's good. I'm I'm sure it'll sell great either way, whatever it is. But. We'll just see. Hopefully they don't lose sight of what they had originally because it is a very good franchise. And um, another good franchise is Dragon Age 3. Oh. (laughs) I like Burger King a little better. (laughs) (laughs) Waffle with cheese and onions, please. Uh, Dragon Age 3 Inquisition was announced a little while ago that it would be coming to the current generation of consoles and would be... I mean, I I love those games. Dragon Age 2 got some bad press and people didn't like it and said it was too focused and it was too... Jack's a hater. <laughs> is the first one good? I, I like the first one. I played yeah. the first one. Um, I just love uh, Bioware and yeah. everything. It's, yeah. it's my favorite. I mean, they, I like they underwear. Do, they, they do have a lot of, I think, competition with uh, Skyrim and Oblivion, you know, Elder Scrolls, and there's a couple other out there, uh, especially on, like, PC gaming uh, and dungeon crawling. Um, so, I don't know. Sometimes you just get tired of swords, but then people can say, well, sometimes you just get tired of having a gun in your hand the whole time and Shoot. Yeah, that's true. But uh, while I am excited for this game to come out, the reason I included this was it's now moving on to next gen. <gasps> this is awesome. <laughs> When's that coming out? Give me the specs. How much? Is that next week? Are we getting it? <laughs> it's actually tomorrow. I want it for Christmas. Go get it. It's uh, I'll no, buy it for probably. You. I mean, rumors are saying next holiday season is when we'll start seeing all the next gen. And I think they actually did mention it'll probably be 2014. So it's not going to be a launch title, but they're just moving to next gen to be part of. Okay, so just forget what we said, and you're never going to see it for a while, so whatever. What do you guys think? Do you like, I mean, do you think this is a good move? Do you think there's a lot of, I mean, I, I know I'm sure we haven't heard a lot of franchises like Infamous and other things like that because they aren't preparing for the next gen, but, I mean, are there... I, I like I like hearing that the next gen's coming. I think you know it's. I mean, what's I mean, how slim can you make a PS3? I don't know, but uh, I mean they're moving towards it. Um, I mean I think the systems are still solid the way they are. Uh, Xbox and PlayStation and you know the others. Um, <laughs> we won't mention them, but uh, we no just kidding. But but yeah, I'm excited for the next gen. I'm excited to see what happens. But I think it comes back to you know early adopting. I I usually wait about a year. Or something. I don't like you know waiting in line in Black Friday. And I think like, that's also hey, that's also reason that I would say maybe Grand Theft Auto Five is going to be releasing current gen because there is that install base. There's people who have all these systems, and why would you want to segment your market and go for a system that I mean may say well may sell well, but there's so, I mean so many people have 360s and PS3s and all these things, and yeah. it's going to be 
going to be hard because you want to. I mean, I can respect the people who go next gen because you're going to be at the front. You're going to be the bar that's set that every game will look up to. You'll be uh, the spotlight will be all on you because when the new game, new consoles finally get released, they will be releasing your name with it, and you'll get all that coverage and all that press. And it's huge because I mean, it's it's an amazing thing that it's the next I mean, gen. If you can make a solid launch title. Um, yeah. With with the next gen, it'll it'll sell like crazy. Call of Duty did it, it. Yeah. with the I mean, Xbox. They that came out solid as can be. That game was yeah. awesome. But then you got games like Madden, who <laughs> they they made a mistake. They made a little one. I mean, seriously, they had a <laughs> they had a mono radio announcer as the commentary team. <sighs> they didn't even polish the turd, dude. <laughs> I mean, well, seriously. They, they say you know the the excuse they had was like, okay, it's just layers upon layers upon layers of code that they had. And they couldn't get it worked out or figured out. Or then whatever. don't release it. Yeah, I know. I know. It's just it's just football, you know. I don't know. I don't know what's so complicated, but it's football. No, it's it's it, like with Dragon Age. It all comes down to how they handle it. If they wait and really make it a truly blow your mind next gen title, and it's not full of bugs and just like I mean, even Skyrim is a great game and all that. But but even even the old Dragon Age. I mean, they're flying by yeah, you that's I mean, not supposed to. I mean, it's, yeah. there's so many bugs. Yeah, even well, even the original Dragon Ages and Dragon Age Two, they have their bugs. I mean, it's not it's kind of the engine that well, Bioware has. I mean, there there's a little it's it's a little buggy, but the I, game yeah, itself. Is but really the next good. gen should be better at dealing with that. I yeah, would but hope. also, I mean, it, look at a game like Zombie or a game that for the week. I mean, I know it's underpowered, and I, we're not trying to go into a no, bashing. No, 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 but, but that's my the point. The next generation they is, rushed to get that out yeah, to make sure it was exactly. a launch title because it takes a while to learn the secrets and the ways to make these games perfect. Exactly. So let's say Zombie U came out next May. It'd probably be a great title. Oh, yeah, for sure. You but know, and it, it might be fun. Some people are going to like it. Some people like it's torture. It's I also, but one last thing on Dragon Age is I'm glad they're not saying it's a launch title because that shows exactly. that they, it's going to be in 2014 sometime. They're not, like, selling themselves short and putting them into this hole that, let's say, things don't go as well or they lose some people or the system's a little more tough to work out. They have that time. They're not going to be... Have be hounded by Microsoft or Sony or someone saying we need this game now. We need you to start printing it and give us the gold master copy. I mean, you're going to get that. Maybe they'll delay it, but if it's a good product and if it's yeah. a good game, it's worth it. Once you get that game in your hands and it's worth it, that wait is just kind of goes away. Yeah, I don't mind waiting. I mean, for a good as, game. as long as they have a good, uh, well-designed graphical engine for it, like uh, the Unreal Engine. I mean, once. Once like Unreal started licensing out that engine a whole lot and people started using it, I think a lot of games uh, took off because it was just well built. I mean, we all know, you know, when Gears of War first came out, everyone was like, "Yeah, that's cool." But look at Gear, look at that compared to Gears of War Three. How much better was they had more yeah. time with? Yeah, that? Well, they were I mean, able to tweak it. But yeah, I even think even crap I think games look good right now for the most part. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and once they once they <laughs> get it on, I mean, that comes back to getting the system early or just waiting because they're going to need time to polish it and all that good stuff. It's highly complicated. Um, uh, you know, I couldn't do it, but, uh, you know, it's pretty. You know, you, know what, you know what apparently else is highly complicated? Releasing a, an equivalent game on another system for the same price and features. <laughs> another reason that that Bill's going to love the PS Vita sucks <laughs> is Jetpack Joyride, which is one of my favorite iOS get releases of the year which you can go on the iApp store right now on either iOS or Android and get it for free. And there are in-app purchases where you can get more coins and more gear, all that jazz, but it's a free game that you can play and enjoy and have all these achievements and different things, which is, it's I had, I spent a lot of time in that game because it's just simple, but it's just, it's very, very fun. It was just released for the for PlayStation Mini. Wait, can you play that on the Vita? Yes. So you get a free game on the Vita? No. They released the same game that released months ago for three ninety nine. Oh, but wait, it doesn't stop there. No better? No. No online leaderboards. It runs on a PSP resolution. Nice. And there's no HD? trophies. Is that even HD? Last gen, Not. no features, and they make you pay for it. And no I'm trophies. Like, where do the companies get the nerve? Like, <laughs> Where's why, my Vita? Where do they have the nerve to release identical products? Or, Inferior ports at a higher price with less features. I mean, it doesn't make sense. It's not like this is not. It's not like you're going from an iPhone and then going to, I don't know, uh, Palm Pilot. I don't know. <laughs> they must be some kind of geniuses. All I know is I have an Android phone, and uh, I'm gonna download this game because it's free, and Bill can just have fun 
playing on it for four dollars. Look at me not playing my Vita. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it just, it just boggles my mind that companies think that that's okay because I mean they're basically taking advantage of the consumer who sees a game. Like I know we keep saying this, but it's important to bring it up about the everyday consumer who isn't as informed as a lot of or a lot of us are and some of our listeners, but they see the game and oh that looks cool four dollars I mean it's not that much okay. But then what they don't realize is they can pick up their smartphone and get the same game for free. Yeah. Well, you heard it here first. I mean, that's why we're the gamer's advocate, because we just saved you guys $4. I saw it on IGN yesterday. A terrible game. Oh. I'm just kidding. I didn't. <laughs> no, we, we, but it we, probably was news. there. Breaking news. We, Break. did for, we did it first. <laughs> <laughs> we're exclusive. <laughs> Go Jack. Yeah, so it's, just, it's just, I don't know. It, these things just, I don't know, boggle it, my they mind. They piss you off. They do. Because, I mean, you, you know boggles my mind, seriously? What? Math. Math really yeah, does. Yeah, it does. Advanced math <laughs> makes me scared. But I know, I know, I tend to be the optimist of the group <laughs> and try and give <laughs> be the ad- <laughs> yeah, no, try try angry. to advocate for these things that get bashed because I, I mean I I well, like seeing the you potential. Off, but yeah, you know what, Jack yeah. and I are gonna love oh, it. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but like when, when go, something like go, this happens, go. it's just it just it doesn't make sense. I mean, there's there's a point in time where you're just are you, these people serious? I mean, come on, it's just. I, don't, I I can't talk about this or like Bill. I'm gonna just shut down and not be able to talk anymore. <laughs> dinosaurs, dinosaurs. Speaking oh. of dinosaurs, you know it's one I hate. Yoshi. Yoshi. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Yeah, look at that. I'm just kidding. That. I'm just kidding. I'm just uh, kidding. Speaking uh, of Yoshi, kidding. thank you for my co-host for that. Uh, <laughs> Yoshi's Land for Wii U appeared on a Best Buy slash Future Shop retail site. I don't care. <laughs> we know you don't care, but for us Wii U owners and people who do like Nintendo, Yoshi's Great. Island... Four people Yoshi, looking again. <laughs> Yoshi's Island was a huge franchise and one <laughs> I, I really enjoyed, and it's good to see that they're another game that is exciting to that would be worth purchasing is, has been announced for the Wii U. How do you know it'll be worth purchasing? Well, you don't, but it's at least a glimmer uh, of hope because right now all you have in the distance is Pikmin and then the promise of a Zelda game or the promise of a Metroid game, but it's good to hear when things are actually coming. I know they haven't really officially announced it or given us anything, but right. I mean, it's just like good to see that. Kirby's shopping spree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how many times you can repackage the same stuff, but uh, I don't know. I mean, you know Nintendo's going to milk it, and people... I mean, people are going to buy it. I mean, people love the characters. Could I be great. It, Could be great. Yeah. I've kind of moved on, I'm sorry to say, but, uh, you know, I still got Halo 4, um, so you can make the same argument for Halo. No, you can't, because Yoshi's not in it. Yoshi's not in it. No. I haven't played the whole campaign still, yet, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure. It's still Master Chief. It's still, you know, good old Halo repackaged again. I skipped a couple Halos, so, I mean, you know, I like fresh and exciting stuff, and, and Kirby goes shopping it's not one of those things. I'm excited for that. It's going to be great. <laughs> Kirby stolen credit card shopping spree. <laughs> now we're talking. Like Grand Theft Auto, Kirby. Kirby Theft put him Auto. In hey, they're coming out with Lego City Undercover. That's going to be Lego like GTA yeah, for the Wii U. I, I, yeah. get, I get the Lego games too, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know how many times you could parody a movie. You know Lego. why I don't get the Lego games? Because Legos pissed me off. Because the only other thing I could make was an ashtray or a square spaceship. <laughs> Screw you, Lego. <laughs> Couldn't follow your directions. Bill's just not very creative. I made ashtrays for everybody. I didn't, I didn't know anyone to smoke because I was a kid, but they got ashtrays. <laughs> oh, man. Poor guys. <laughs> Childhood was a disaster. Oh, poor buddy. I'm just kidding. I had Yoshi. Yoshi's the best. No, I didn't. Hey, well, moving away for once and for all from Nintendo, let's go right into our Devil's Advocate section, which this yeah. week we're trying a new... Uh, a new kind of way to do this segment. There's three of us? <laughs> so, yeah, so we're going to do, we're going to take three sides instead of just two. Uh-oh. So we're doing, today's Devil's Advocate is about single player versus multiplayer versus co-op. Get ready for the Devil's Advocate. There we go. So we're we're trying these, these different ways. Like the first week we did kind of just Bill versus myself. Second week we did Bill versus myself with Jack judging. And this week we're trying this different three-person Devil's Advocate just to kind of see what you guys like what works best for us and just kind of keep it fresh because you never want to get too routine. And also because I did a terrible job judging last time. <laughs> I said they both won. and uh, I really won. Yeah, but I won. You, yeah, you yeah, eventually Bill, said Bill I won. Bill strong-armed me into I'm two it and 0, bit. guys. I'm 2-0. He punched me. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm going to be 3-0 and o after this. So for this week, I'm going to be taking the single-player stance. Bill will be the co-op man and Jack will be the multiplayer man. So I can't, let's get right into it. 
I'm going to let Jack go first since he's new to the whole devil's advocate so part. Pick him apart right exactly. after. Jack, why is multiplayer the best? Uh, because you get to play it and it's a game. No, but seriously. We uh, win. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, was, that was weak. Um, uh, multiplayer, uh, I like it, uh, especially the MMORPGs. I know we haven't done a whole lot of shouting out to um, PC gaming and, and that uh, PC gaming's great and fine. Um, I'm tired of upgrading my computer. Uh, to play these games, but uh, you know, I get the draw. I get how oh, they're good. I mean, just look at uh, World of Warcraft. It's huge. They're still making expansions for it. They got some panda thing now going. Uh, you know, I kind of, I've kind of stopped, but I, 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 fr- I thoroughly enjoyed it. And uh, they know kung it, fu. Apparently, they do know kung fu. I don't know. Kung fu panda got in there somehow. Um, it's cool. Uh, you know, but but really, as far as like multiplayer, we all know. Uh, Halo, uh, or any game made now, has to get a multiplayer. The multiplayer was solid for Mass Effect, um, you know, Call of Duty, uh, Battlefield 3. Everyone wants to get on there, jump on with their friends, play a couple games, shoot them in the face, uh, and say how good they are. And then, you know, it's it's just uh, a great draw for, you know, also the MMORPG. Uh, you get the community... Uh, it's expansive. It's detailed. Um, you can play them for free now. Guild, well, Guild Wars, um, good game. You just buy it once. You play it for free online without monthly uh, subscriptions. Um, the complexity. I know uh, even old school. I know Diablo three is out. I don't have a computer that can run it yet. Boo. Um, but Diablo two. I played that forever. Uh, great, great game. Um, and I know some of these games you can play single, co-op, multiplayer, but I think multiplayer is great, especially when you get a, you know, a good group of friends in there and you get a good game going. Um, you'll just play it for hours and hours and just, just have a great time. Yeah, but what about those five-year-olds that come on and start whining? And then you sometimes get on these Call of Duty matches and they'll be playing like rap music or some strange think, music think, in the background. You, I think you're very right on that. I think uh, five-year-olds, you need to have like an identification. They need to card people to get headsets. Maybe maybe eighteen or older. Seriously, how about thirty or older? I don't think older? that's I, I don't think that's going to stop people. If people people are going to find a way to get these things. Freedom of speech is overrated. People get dr- <laughs> people get people get drugs so they can get games. <laughs> yeah. So it's, I mean I, while Jack spoke so eloquently about the multiplayer, I of course I like multiplayer. I mean it's, there's when it's done well it's really good, but I am much more of a single player kind of guy. I mostly play games because I like diving into a specific world. I like experience the story. I like learning the characters and learning the dynamics and really really digging into it and living in that world. Because when it's done well, like a Mass Effect or a Legend of Zelda, and that world is so believable, you really want to get lost in it. Well, that sounds fancy. That sounds amazing. I mean, I mean but you can get lost in... Uh in any game, I mean, really. I, I mean, get lost I know, in my I underwear drawer. <laughs> I know I lose a lot of socks. They get lost. Uh, yeah. But but this isn't a laundry show. Uh, talking about games here. So well, yeah, focus. I mean, you oh, can, you can get... You can get, <laughs> you can get lost in multiplayer games, and I know Bill hasn't talked yet, but co-op games. But the biggest reason I love single-player games is you can take your time. Because when you have different people you're relying on. Like, let's take Borderlands 2, for example. You can play that whole game co-op, and it's amazing, and it's fun, and all that jazz. Yeah. <laughs> but when you are going through it the first time, and you're playing with people, maybe your friends have played before, or maybe you're playing with people online, you can skip skip cutscenes, cut or you can redo parts that maybe they've already done, or maybe you've already done, and it kind of just makes you feel a lot more tense and it doesn't really let you relax and enjoy the experience because you feel rushed and maybe you want to go and look for some more loot but you're playing with people who want to rush through the game and get to the next cutscene and get to the next boss it just makes you not enjoy the experience the way I mean maybe the way it was intended but sometimes maybe not Oh, I think you just hit right on it with Borderlands 2. Well, I mean, I, I, I mean, I've played a lot of Borderlands 2. I'm up to uh, level 50-some now. Stop uh, bragging, bragging. Yeah, right. I can't even remember, but I, I will agree with Adam. Uh, it took me like three times to go through it and replay it, and while we were power leveling and doing all sorts of crazy stuff to even get the storyline. Dude, um, agree with them. Well, I mean, I mean, going, I, love I, it. Mean, for one, I know, I know we're supposed to be against each other, but I, I do want to make the point that uh, it can get... give them? <laughs> Three cents. It can, it, can get, it can get stressful and hectic, 
and, and all that good stuff. But you can, you know, then you can just like chill out in the vending machines, and then you can fast travel, and then you can come together uh, in these multiplayers or portal there. So I mean, you, you can kind of choose your own pace. I, I understand the stress, but uh, there, there's ways and methods it's just, it's to get just around reli- it. It's just relying on people, which well, people are unreliable. I'll kind of agree. There's one way around that. It's a very simple phrase. Yeah. Dudes, hold up. Dudes, hold up. Give yeah. me a second. Yeah. Or, I don't know. See, I can use Borderlands to example for a co-op. Just bring the, it on, brother. Just on the simple fact that all three of us have played it together. And I almost pee my pants laughing as I was getting killed, as I was getting annihilated, as I was watching bad stuff happen to you guys, um, and it was a total blast. I I enjoy it solo, but I laugh my ass off when I'm playing with you guys. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a, that is a great point. It, it, it is fun playing. Oh, I'm just getting started. But I, I don't really care. I'm trying to get as many points in as I can. <laughs> I knew it. But the thing that I enjoy. I enjoy playing with you guys a lot more because it is fun and it's it's a way to experience the game again and de- experience it a different way. But those games, they're good to experience first so you can enjoy the story and you can enjoy the cutscenes and the th- the love that the developers put into it. And then after, play those things again with your friends over and over again for all those times, which is fun. But I think the, the main part of gaming, which I love, is those stories. And Borderlands 2 has a good story, a good villain, good everything. <laughs> but I will, I will you, say, wait, you said enjoy the love they put into it. <laughs> enjoy the love, baby. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> but I will say, like, okay, in Halo 4, you know, we all know Halos are b- beautiful games and, and whatnot. And I will say, hey, wait up. Uh, you know, with other people in the game, you know, three other people will be like, I just want to just check this out a second. It's like, oh, that's cool. You know, and then moving on. But, uh, you know, I can understand, you know, the point of view in single player. You really do get to just soak it in. But uh, but still, I mean, hey, if you want to take it slow, like World of Warcraft, you could just go farm farm some pigs and boars, you know, and skin them. Yeah. Skin them? Skin them. Skin them good for leather. Yeah, but, then, but then you're going into the single. Then you're you're giving me more points because you're going into the single player part of MMOs. Some people just do need quiet time. <laughs> is it, is so it time then you want to jump into a dungeon with a bunch of people and go crazy like Leroy Jenkins? Is it time for me to destroy you guys now? Bring it home. All right, right. here's the points. Co-op, cooperation. I can tell you right now, I am in the process of playing Halo 4's campaign. I don't care. Oh shit. <laughs> Boom, How do you like boom, it? Boom, roasted. Boom that roasted. hurts. <laughs> Doesn't it? All right, keep going. Sorry. <laughs> I, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the process of playing a campaign with my wife in, in, in on Halo 4. Now, obviously it depends on the game, but in some games co-op can be so much more fun. It also depends on the wife. That's true. My wife kicks ass. <laughs> Literally, I look at my Flash eye. husband. Seriously, to see my eye. Somebody loves their wife. Jeez. Um, she, uh, no, she. We have a blast playing Halo. We we've got a, a a system in place where one of us, if one of us goes down in a fight, well, I, I mean in the in the game, um, <laughs> when you're punching each other, yeah. and then it's time out. It's time if, out. If one of us gets killed, we tell the other one, "I'm out," and the other one will run from battle to get to a point where we can respawn and we go back in together. So that way, we don't both get taken out at the same time. I mean, obviously, it doesn't always work. But even playing that, we're playing it split screen, which I really hate split screen, but it's so much fun when we play it together um, that we end up laughing so much. And a lot of times we end up killing each other, and it's not really on accident. And next thing you know, it's, fuck this, we're going to play some deathmatch, and we just go one-on-one. But it depends on the game. Like, playing Resident Evil, yeah, that's not quite the same, because... Uh, I think we tried it on Resident Evil 5, and it was pretty much, you know, that was set up to be a great co-op game, and everything's cool until the zombies come, and she just throws the controller, and <laughs> you do it, <laughs> and that's the end of that, but even then, I've played that online with friends. It's not even nearly the best Resident Evil game, but I had a blast playing it with my friends, because you guys have played with me to know I don't take myself too seriously playing games online. I like to goof around and joke and, and stuff like that, so... But, I mean, once once you get, like, a bunch of people in there that you know that you like to play with, I mean, you want to kind of all just join in and, you know, have fun with it. Right. Uh, I think uh, that's kind of just the point of gaming. You yeah, but now, right? now my, my, my general, that's in a general statement, like, it's great you have 
a wife who loves to play games. But and my, I have my friends. Of course, and your friends. But let's say for me personally, my girlfriend, who I love very much, is a, is a wonderful person, but she's not into gaming. Like, she'll play Nintendo Land or she'll play Locker Wii out. Sports Resort or something or Wii Sports. But she won't. she's not going to play Halo with me unless, like, maybe for a round and then she'll get bored of it. And then I'll have to go online and let's say, I don't know, you're playing Halo split screen with your wife and I don't have anyone and I want to jump on to... Halo, and then I don't get the guys who are friendly. I get the people who go are... play with yourself, Mister Solo guy. <laughs> I know that's why I do it. <laughs> but I, I mean, I, I love multiplayer, but I don't like that. Let's say if my friends are busy, because I have a lot of my friends are into sports and other things, and they don't play as much as I do. So when I have to jump on and play either the Borderlands or Halo with people who maybe are serious, maybe are playing with their friends, or maybe won't talk at all or anything, it's just it's a very it's a, it's a more difficult because you can get lucky and you can get really good groups, but there's a lot of times where you're just aren't real. I mean, you can enjoy it, but not to its fullest that it's meant to be. But when do you laugh and, and have the most fun? Is it when you're playing by yourself? When we're all playing together? Oh yeah, I mean, I I will concede to that. It's definitely more fun. Where what was that word? What was that word? You <laughs> more used? fun. Also, also, uh, does 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 your girlfriend listen to these podcasts? I hope so. If she doesn't, I was gonna say. Well then, just lock the door and change the locks. <laughs> no, like, I'm kidding, Betsy. I mean, there's, there's no, there's no question that it's, it's more fun to play with, with your friends and to talk about it the next day. But as from a specific point of the game itself and enjoying it to its fullest and experiencing everything that the game was made to be, I think single player is the best because that's how you can enjoy it. Because yeah, you're having an amazing time and it may be more fun, but it's more fun in a different way. It's not the the fun of experiencing the story and the characters and the surprises and the secrets and all those things. It's like it's an extra thing, which I said I love playing multiplayer, but I like doing single player first and experiencing and then playing it with you guys to extend that process for you didn't do days that with Borderlands. I mean, I, I you didn't do that with Halo. <laughs> yes, I did. No, we were playing multiplayer right off the bat, not brother. Co-op. <laughs> oh shit! Don't tell Jack. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if Jack, one, don't listen okay, for a second. <laughs> right. If one's better like co-op, then then more is better. I mean, I think that's why we've seen the prevalence and explosion into multiplayer in all games. I mean, Mass Effect used to be used to be just single player by itself, and we know we talked about you know tacking on multiplayer and blah blah blah. But they do it because of the demand, and the demands out there that people want to get on there, jump on there, have some fun, jump off. Uh, it's, I think it's more towards even casual gaming, uh, too, because you don't have to be the best player. You know, the other players can kind of carry you along, and you can have fun with the experience. Um, so I think I think it appeals to a lot more people, and you have to be a hardcore single-player gamer where, you know, hey, if you die, guess what? You've got to play that again and again and again until you get it right. I know some games are better than others as far as save points and, and, you know, resets and stuff like that, but I'll tell you, I like it when, you know, there's three of my buddies waiting on me Quit it out the area, and then I can jump back in right away and go at it. I mean, so uh, basically, I win. Thanks, guys. <laughs> or did I win? You know what? I don't think it's up to us to decide this time. I think it's up to anybody listening to this to write in, put it on Facebook page, email us, uh, let us know who won this because uh, everyone on our, our adoring fans, the millions, the millions. Now soon it's, it's B I L L. If you want to spell it right. No. Oh, yeah. You don't have to spell it right. I don't. That's who you don't vote for. You so, just yeah, so we had a lot of... I mean, we, so who won? Bill, Jack, or Adam? Or you can just say single-player, multiplayer, co-op. Yeah, really. Just let us know who you thought won. What you like. What you like better. Because we like the community to interact. And we actually have one of our our very loyal listeners by the name of Mike Grimm. Who's a good buddy of mine. Fellow metalhead. Love the guy. <laughs> yeah, he, um, he, he wrote in to us about, about our devil's advocate from a couple weeks ago. And Bill just wants to read a little bit of his email and just um, show that we what he thought. Yeah, he he wrote in. You guys love the first episode. I will definitely be listening to each episode as you post them. Which thank you very much, Mike. That means a lot to us. But he uh, also said I wanted to chime in on the devil's advocate from the first episode, which was uh, the wait and see approach as opposed to the early adopters on new uh, consoles, new technology, things like that. And he wrote uh, again. Wanted to chime in on the devil's advocate. Uh, I'm definitely a wait-and-see type of guy on almost everything in the gaming and technology world. I almost never buy systems right at launch, main reasons being they overlap the previous system's life cycle with plenty of quality games still being released. Another reason is the price point. It almost never justifies itself since since hardly anything that I would be interested in comes out at launch. It took me about four months, give or take, for me to get a 360 and over a year to get a PS3. 
Not sure if I will hold out for the new systems, but games and money will be the top factors. Wait, so you're basically saying this is your friend and he chose your side? I think I see a little favoritism here. I think I see he's a very smart man <laughs> and he chose my side because I was right. Yeah, just kidding, but I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and finish this for you, Bill. Um, he sa- also goes on to say, I will get certain new games right at release if I trust the developers deliver a game I will love. Perfect example is Mass Effect. Mike loved the first game, so he took a week off of work for the release of 2 and 3 because he knew he would want to play them almost nonstop, which was exactly right. And recent examples of them as well are Dishonored, Assassin's Creed, both which he enjoys the hell out of. So it, he can see that he took the side of Bill. Congratulations again. Well, <laughs> and, 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 and I agree with this email. He, you know, uh, he goes on to talk about technology. He's definitely a wait and see more on technology, but... I think he's he's right on par with where I was coming from, and and for the same reasons too. But Mike, thanks for sending that in, um, and also, guy, anyone listening to this, guys out there, ladies out there, uh, obviously we're going to have the end of the year stuff coming up, and we want to know your top games of the year. Uh, you can send us a couple, you can send us ten, you can send us as much as you want, and uh, we want to know what you guys love. Because yeah, we're thinking about doing a special game of the year podcast, and. Yeah, I mean, we are ultimately going to decide because we're the one who does the show, but we want your input. We want to know what the community feels, the games of the year, and why. And we want to read your input and questions and answers and all that stuff so we can get you involved because, like we always say, it's about you. That's right. So just some final wrap-up things. Um, We, once again, are on iTunes, and you can search for The Gamer's Advocate. We're also on Facebook. You could, once again, go to Facebook, search for The Gamer's Advocate, and find all the happenings, and we like to post different fun news stories, funny pictures, different opinions, and other links when they come new to our website. So it's a really good place, as well as Twitter, where we are at Advocate Gamers. And just keep up with everything that's going on with the Gamers Advocate. And also, if you'd like to follow us on Twitter, um, my Twitter handle is at Adam Bankhurst, B-A-N-K-H-U-R-S-T. And I am at Bill Roberts-ish. <laughs> I'm at Jack Whittington. Don't put an H in there. I don't have an H in my name. <laughs> He's all fancy. He hates H's. So, and, and once again, check out our website, uh, www.thegamersadvocate.com. You can listen to or download our show. Once again, find out everything that's going on with us and just keep involved and keep in the conversation. And we really encourage questions. We encourage any type of feedback because we're always looking to get better and improve upon and feature you guys more. So we really do hope you enjoyed the show. And we look forward to coming back next week to discuss some topics. So for the Gamers Advocate, I'm Adam. I'm Bill. I'm Jack in the back, kind of. We hope you have a great night. See you later, ding-dongs.